Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth. And today we're going to shine the light on, oh, you know, some things that just don't get talked about because it is sort of the day for that. And uh, so I do want to apologize for yesterday. I am having, I guess it was a Sedona moment because I got to call it about... 8 o'clock, about halfway, maybe three-quarters of the way through what should have been my show time, <laughs> from one of our listeners going, is there no show today? And uh, I realized that I was caught up in the Sedona energy and completely forgot that I even had a show to do. This place is just not normal. <laughs> and this is why all the mystics live here, and we're all just a little flaky when we're here. So I apologize for missing yesterday, and it really was just no more than I got busy with my doggies looking at the pretty red rocks and meditating and completely spaced on the fact that there was a show that I do every single day, so how do you forget that? But anyway, here we are today, so <clears throat> I hope everybody is doing well, and and uh, if you missed me horribly, there are all kinds of archives that people could tune into, so hopefully everything was fine. So I do want to wish you a very happy and healthy 9-11. This has now become, it's interesting when you live in a time where you actually see a day that was always just a normal day actually become um, somewhat of a national or, I don't know, global maybe, who knows, uh, some kind of special day when it, you know, because we're born and like, oh, Christmas has always been there and for us, most of us that are here, Fourth of July has always been there. I mean, unless you're like, you know, 200 and whatever years old. And uh, and so it's interesting, I think, to be in a time where one of those national holidays was created. It's very interesting. And we are, I know, oh dear God, not another 9-11 show. But yes, we're going to do a 9-11 show. Because there are stories um, on a whole other mystical level that rarely get told and any time that, on the rare occasion that I talk about uh, that experience and other experiences like it, it won't all be about that, but other experiences like it um, from what happens with people like me, lightworkers, mystics, that kind of thing, what what we experience when those things happen, people are always sort of uh, just fascinated by it. And so <clears throat> I decided that today we would just go there and we would talk about, um, for me, my experience, um, you know, and and my experience included a whole lot of other lightworkers that I ran into um, as things were happening. And, and this goes for a whole lot of other, like Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, and different earthquakes and different, when different happenings occur, there are forces. Some of us are here in body, and some of the the beings that respond to things are of the angelic realm or or off-world beings who are enlightened and and sort of it's kind of like when when there's a big disaster going on or there's a big happening going on that's causing a lot of turmoil or something it's like a little flare goes off right because the energy of the earth can be seen from wherever and so the energy is is such that it's kind of like a car accident on the side of the road. The beings can come from wherever and just go, well, let us just hand, you know, lend a hand here. And so it's really interesting as a mystic when you uh, stop to tune into 
be of assistance, the different beings that you encounter is is kind of nifty. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And um, and so, yes, it will be a show sort of pertaining to the 9-11 thing, but um, not in the doom and gloom way. I What I want to accomplish with this show is I want you all to see that no matter what is going on, no matter what your perception of it is here on Earth, there are forces happening behind the scenes. And so it's a bit of a quiet uh, force for healing, for calming, for um, surrendering to the light. There's in a in the most gentle and loving of manners. It's it's very interesting what happens behind the scenes. So um, I just want to share with you that aspect because I don't hear people sharing that aspect um, of things that happen. So we are going to begin with 9/11, and I really took some time to decide if we were going to do that or not because it just seems like enough already. But this is the healing side of it, and it's not about 9-11. It's about all of the situations like that. We're just using that because of the day, you know, as an example. So, um, and I am going to try very hard to make sure we get a meditation in today because I think that the world, the globe, needs it on this day. There's some residual energy um, that that is still affecting people, believe it or not. So 12 years later, can you believe it's been 12 years? So... Okay, so we're going to just kind of look at the life of a person like me, who this is my path, being of service, walking in the light, um, helping to assist in keeping the balance, maintaining the balance between dark and light, not crusading for light and squashing the dark. And No, a true mystic, a true light worker tends to respect the balance because we live in a world of duality here. And so um, so it's a little bit different. So I, I am living at my in-laws because that's just the way life dealt me that hand at the moment. <laughs> so not right now, but it, September 11th, what, 2001, whatever it was. And so I'm doing my meditation, you know, and I'm getting ready for work at the telemarketing office that I used to have to work at to raise my kids. And I'm doing my morning meditation, and every morning I get a key word, a key energy, something that sort of is the vibe for the day from spirit, you know. And so in my my global meditation, I, I do my own, I cleanse myself, I work with my own guides and get messages from them, that kind of thing, and then I send love around the world and through mother earth and out to the out to the ethers and the different dimensions and and so on September 11th 2001 I get stopped my my angels stopped and said you need to save your energy no no cleansing for the world right now you'll need it later <laughs> and I thought well okay and I I double and triple and quadruple check because that's never something that has ever happened and and it was a little weird, and so so they were very adamant about save your energy. And so I said, all right, well, so then I get my key word or key energy for the day, and it was structure, and I saw this, this big metal, like the scaffolding of a building, you know. And typically my key words are like, you know, evolve or flowing, or they're never like a structural, solid, tangible word. It was a little weird. And I thought, okay, this is just a weird day. I'm just going to wrap up the meditation and go to work, not thinking anything about it. So as I'm at work 
and the events of the day begin to unravel. And I'm telemarketing, mind you, so we're and we actually were calling New York. Um, that was the the batch of numbers we had for that day. So it was um, tumultuous in the phone room, we'll say, because we're getting these reports of things going on. And can you imagine being a telemarketer calling New York on September 11th? I got to say that was. Um, not something I ever want to experience again, obviously. But <clears throat> um, so as these reports start coming in, and I was actually the first caller to get the the person on the other end of the line going, are you insane? Don't you know what's happening? And so I, I tapped into what was happening, and I quickly remembered what was told to me in my meditation, and I hung up the phone. I told my manager that I didn't feel well. I had to go to the restroom. And I went to the restroom, and I kind of curled up in one of the stalls, <laughs> and the, the big handicapped one, and I, and I just went into spirit and uh, into meditation and asked, what do I need to do? And I was taken astrally to, to the scene. And it was quite incredible. We're going to try to get through this without crying. Obviously, it's not going to happen, and it's not bad. It's the beauty of what I saw, um, th- of course, there was a lot of emotion. There was a lot of, but you all need to understand the amount of light beings that come to back things like that. It's absolutely amazing. And so while all we see is the crap that the media feeds us, you have to understand that there are angelic beings, there are off-world beings, there are other light workers from all over the world that get these callings in their meditation. They get these callings to just be there. And if it's a part of your path, you just do it, right? So um, for me, that day, it came down to I could be fired, you know, come out of the bathroom, stop whatever you're doing because you're insane, or we're firing you. Um, or I could, you know, I could continue to do what I knew I needed to do. So I did come out of the bathroom and I went home <laughs> and I continued to do what I needed to do and said, you can fire me. That's fine. Um, and no, we're not doing readings today, I don't believe. Um, perhaps tomorrow we'll take some. We just had somebody on the chat asking about readings. So um, so I went home and I just told my boss, you're welcome to fire me. That's fine. And I went back into meditation and Again, in the scene, in the happenings of what was going on, there were all of these incredibly beautiful lights coming in and just sending energy. And we were astrally there. So we were seeing what was happening. We were, we were there. It wasn't just, uh, oh, we're sending light and love and energy. But you also could feel the effects. So any of you who were... Um, any of you who were sending light and love, um, it was being received. And so you could feel this extra energy from all over the world, from all over the different planes of consciousness coming in and assisting. And so it was truly the most amazing thing I've ever experienced in my life here that I can remember, you know. And um, and so there were there were just thousands of lights of different beings who were there assisting and healing and guiding people who had passed out and buffering people who weren't meant to leave yet so that they could get to safety. There were beings guiding people out. There were, it was the most amazing thing to, 
to witness in that sense. And so it it's a little disturbing to me that these things, you know, if you're talking about these things, um, people tend not to listen. The media doesn't listen to the light that's happening, the prayers that are happening, the energy that's being sent. And so there was such a tremendous amount of good being done that day to assist people in whatever state they were in. And then you could see different lights leaving the situation and you could you could see that they were going to the families of people who were being affected and this energy was sort of radiating out from the uh the situation and so it was just actually this tremendous uh beam or beacon of light that was happening and sending energy all around the world it was it was definitely a side that you didn't hear about. And it didn't matter how it occurred. It didn't matter who was to blame. It didn't it didn't matter. All that mattered was that the light that was there continued doing its work. And what people didn't realize were there were probably thousands of light workers around the world. I mean, I knew of hundreds, but I'm sure that that's just what I knew of that for a week Every, I believe it was 10 minutes every hour, 24 hours a day, we were setting our alarms and we were stopping and we were sending light and love to anybody who needed it for 10 minutes every hour, 24 hours a day for I think it was three weeks or a month or something after. It was really quite exhausting, but it was so fulfilling to be a part of and so it's important for people to understand that there, there is that good in the world. There are people who are that committed and that as you stop and lend energy to or lend light to or lend healing to, whatever it may be, or you send love to a situation, what's happening when you do that is it's actually piggybacking and in re, sort of re, reinforcing the energy that's being sent by these light workers and mystics. So, you know, you may go, well, what good is my energy going to do? I can only do this piddly little bit here and there. But what you have to understand is that when it's combined with all of these unseen forces that you don't even know are there, it makes a huge difference because your energy comes in and is multiplied thousands of times. And so it's incredibly important to to also share that love and harmony and and healing energy that you're feeling you'd like to share because there are so many others doing the same thing you know and they're there they're not talking about it nobody's talking about it but any of these things that happened when Katrina was going on it was a very similar situation it was not as um because it wasn't a one blast thing it was a little less intensive, but um, it was a longer run thing, you know. And so um, any of these disasters that hit, when the tornadoes hit, when there's an earthquake that hits, when, whenever there's anything going on that's, that's like that different, what I find is different light workers are pulled to, in meditation, to um, lend a hand so that you're not exhausted with every single thing that comes, but there seems to be this whole force for 
for healing and light and energy that that gets called upon and it's quite an honor to be one of those we do have a caller that would like to speak with us it looks like so um caller from area code 256 hello can you tell us your name and how are you today yeah my name is kimberly and i'm great how are you <laughs> i'm fine is this is this kimberly that called the other day yes hello <laughs> hi i i wanted to let you know that i enjoyed you so much i went to your your website I saw and, the message. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, and okay. I will respond with I will respond to you today. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm having some issues with the website, and so okay. it's in the midst of getting a facelift. But uh, I will okay. actually be contacting you today, and uh, and we'll okay. talk about that. So, so how are you feeling about this this topic? Or do you know I what the just topic is? Chimed in. I don't know what the topic. <laughs> okay. Seriously, just chime okay. in because this is my break. And I like to listen to you, so I was like, let me hurry up and get in here while I have a few minutes. Well, thank you. All right. Well, so today what we're talking about is that sort of unseen um, force of mystics and lightworkers that are kind of happening behind the scenes of disasters that happen since it's 9-11. We're going with the 9-11 thing, but only because I wanted people to understand what's really happening behind the scene that nobody's talking about as far as the light workers. So that's kind of what we're talking about today is um, oh, okay. you know, I I rarely share that experience of what happened and when I do people are just fascinated by, you know, what and they go, Why don't you tell that story more often? And I think, well no, I really don't think I could handle telling it more often <laughs> So but it's because there's so much there's such a force of light. Behind things, so so that's what we're talking about today is that unseen um, sort of army for good that that comes in when bad things happen, you know. Right. So right. So there you go. You're one of those, right? I don't know. You're you're a teacher, yes? Yeah? Are you are you the yes. one who's a teacher? Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> See, we remember you. We remember. Exactly. Exactly. Because so, I was yeah. I was supposed to contact you about why I'm in the place I'm in. You know. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. All right. So so that is our topic today. So let me ask you, since you're on the phone, mm-hmm. um, when something like that happens, I'm betting you have something where you take a moment and send a prayer or send light or send something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah, always. What, so what is your experience with that, and do you feel like it makes a difference, and do you know that what's happening is you're sort of piggybacking all this other energy so it's multiplied a million times? And, and Yeah, what, uh, what, I, what I think um, happens, you know, that God has uh, ascended masters and also the angels, and there are specific angels for specific things like um, what what they call um, – what did, what did they call oh, I'm trying to remember what they call this, um, Terra. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you yep. want to call it Terra, uh, of course we know it's, it's evil, but it's also balanced with good. But mm-hmm. God also gives everyone free will, and light workers have a uh, responsibility to call on the angels, to call on the right. archangels that help and, <clears throat> and to send light, to dispel some of this or to balance some of it out. And we have that right as light workers and workers of God, and of course, I think it helps. Very nice, very nicely yeah. put. 
And that's yeah. actually, if you go back in the archives and listen to the beginning, um, I actually, and I, I cried. I tried so hard not to cry. But it was because of, um, it's because of the sheer power, um, the experience that those of us who were, were really called on that day to, to participate and work with the angels and all of that, it was, it was quite intense. And so um, you're exactly right. And so we work in tandem with the angelic realm. And it's um, it's such an honor, you know, and it's such a fabulous experience that that people can have, but a lot of people don't have because they don't realize they can have it. And well, so go you for getting it. Go you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right. So then, like, okay. So would you like to continue talking, or would you like me to get you off the air so you don't have to talk anymore? Oh, no, I can continue talking. I okay, love, so I love, I love talking. <laughs> Unless so, you want me to get off now. I can get off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you on for another minute. I'm getting the feel to keep you okay. on for another minute or two. Okay. So, All right. so okay. we also were talking about other things like this. So like when Hurricane Katrina came, and um, – this is also something that, um, and we do have somebody else who wants to chat, so we'll we'll bring them over in a minute. Um, but when Hurricane Katrina hit, it it was the aftermath that, as a light worker, I got called into, and it was that um, people who um, where somebody's asking where I was for Katrina. Um, I was in Florida when Katrina hit, and um, I had been told about a week and a half or so before that there was going to be an issue in New Orleans. And so I had started sending light to New Orleans before it hit. Um, What happened, though, with Katrina was that um, a lot of the people who were into the darker things in New Orleans actually harnessed the energy of that and used it in some practices that they were guided to do for the darkness, whatever, um, and mm-hmm. so it really created an imbalance where New Orleans used to, yeah, there was some of that stuff, but basically New Orleans was, there was a lot of light in New Orleans, a lot of happy, a lot of, you know. And uh, afterwards, the the skits were tipped in the favor of darkness. And so for about two or three years after, we were still working with New Orleans, and there are people who are still working with New Orleans, and I do on occasion, um, but... It's a really an ongoing thing, and so um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, what was your so for things like Katrina, where? Um, okay, you know what? This person says they do need to talk to me. <laughs> so all right. So we're gonna go ahead and pull Mary Lou over. Um, but so just real quickly with Katrina, then what was your experience? Did you find that you were sending? energy or love or prayers or whatever during, was, after, for a while after? How did I, that work I for was, you? I was doing it during and after, long after, because so many people were displaced. Uh, so many families were displaced. And, you know, when you break up a family unit, that's just turmoil on the soul. And so I, I did a, a lot of prayer, sending a lot of light. I got on prayer boards. Um during right. and a, a long time afterwards. Right. Okay. Good. Yeah, because that's actually when it was needed was after. 
So, um, okay, so I'm going to pull Mary Lou over, and we're going to see what she has to say. Thank you for calling in, and I will be um, messaging you today. Okay, thank you. Awesome, thank you. Have a great day. All right, so we're going to pull Mary Lou Who over. Hello. I I was going to call in for a reading, but then I I called in (laughs) in the middle of her call. Is she from New Orleans? She's actually in, I believe she's in Georgia, Um. I don't I don't think she's from New Orleans actually I'm trying to think now um but you know it's that was one of those things that affected everybody all over the place anyway you know I don't think I think so many of us I don't know personally I have an attachment to New Orleans from when I was a kid so right. um my dad was a musician and so I spent a lot of my childhood there he was a jazz musician and so I spent just a ton of my childhood just kind of curled up under the tables you know, listening to the Dixieland and, you know, and um, and just really we spent a lot of time there. And so I had a, that's actually where I started speaking with spirits and learning history from spirits and that kind of thing. And so um, for me, there was a connection. But so you're, now you're in New Orleans or you're from New Orleans or? I am in New Orleans and I was here for Katrina. And I've okay. spoken to you once before. And, uh... I remember you, yeah, actually. So, so do you mind talking a little bit about, because what we're talking about is just sort of the, also the force of light that comes in when things hit, that is angelic realm and off world and light workers and that kind of thing. Um, do you, would you talk to us a little bit about that or? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I never heard anyone talk like you guys were talking about how you were sending light here to us. Right. Well, and, you know, that's why we're doing this show, because I think it's important for people to know that usually we get the heads up before something happens. Like with Katrina, it was, um, I mean, yeah, there was a hurricane or something, but it wasn't even, oh, it's going that direction or anything. Um, I just, in meditation, got that we needed to be sending light in that direction. And so if I got it, so did other people. So there was light being sent beforehand. And then as things occurred, there is this whole um, light workers who really make this their path. And I'm sure spiritual leaders and, you know, ministers, and I'm sure all the different different people in the different walks, we we just kind of drop everything else we're doing. And I know for Katrina it was the same thing. Everything else got dropped, and it was just straight meditation time. Um, with Katrina it was different than 9-11 because it was more of an ongoing thing rather than an immediate thing. And uh, so there were just light workers from all over the world and the angelic realm and off-world beings um, coming in and cleansing the different areas and and just trying to bring calm and, and harmony and healing and that kind of thing. And so um, because it's difficult to do when you're in the middle of it, right? <laughs> so you I'm kind of need people from the outside. I'm supposed to be sensitive, and I almost didn't even leave because our floors are getting redone, and it was a bad time to be leaving town. And you can't even walk across your floor to get to your bedroom. Oh, my God. Right. Literally, to pack up to leave, we had to go out of the house, break in the window, open the window to the bedroom, get our clothes, close the window, and then go back around to the other side of the house. Wow. But the floor in between one room and the other room was getting refinished. Right. You don't want to walk on um, fresh polyurethane. 
So how does that, I mean, at this point, is that kind of like an irony for you? I would find that a little ironic. That you can't walk on the floors? I don't know, that, that there's all that stuff going on and and just with the everything that, so did you did you have damage to where you live and that kind of thing, like, or were you guys okay where you were? The insurance company gave us a, a settlement check, which was really huge in my estimation of things. Mm-hmm. Because I I I wanted a claim because I didn't want to replace the refrigerator that I just bought because we literally just bought it, and something then died in it for a few months, and then it was disgusting. Um, so I don't. Our house really didn't get much damage compared to the rest of the city, but right. the insurance company seemed to think so, which was really weird because other people lost their houses and their insurance companies weren't nice. Right. So I, I can't explain. I can't explain that. Well, I guess that. you just you just kind of take the blessings where they come. You know, I would it's think. Associated with, you know, I asked for a refrigerator, but you didn't have to replace the roof. Right. I mean, there's enough of the roof still on there. We're good. well you know and that's that's i think you just kind of take those blessings where they come because you know like you said not everybody was so lucky so um but yeah when when all of that was going on there was definitely um like the angelic realm the archangels as well and you know the archangels aren't always the first responders but um when their their energy comes in and it just really backs up and and helps protect um, the light in a situation so that it tries to balance out. It felt like there was a lot of, as a light worker, when I would work with the New Orleans energy afterwards, there was so much darkness. And um, and so I really want to talk to you. I really okay. want to talk to you offline because um, of a project that I'm working on, and I think I had okay. mentioned it to you. I think so. Uh, and I, I'm meeting with um, publishers about it tomorrow. Um, okay. Do, do you so, remember what it was? Um, vaguely. Vaguely. I do remember that we were supposed to talk. I think I do. Okay. Oh, God, there's so, so many people I talked to, but I do remember that we were going to talk and it was something I wanted to talk to you about. So, um, I, I'll remind you. I'm, I'm, photogra- I'm a photographer. I'm photographing. And I'm right, not okay. a writer, but I'm also writing about um, the spirituality of New Orleans. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm trying to find, which I haven't totally mapped all the way out, all the little um, organizations and groups of this spiritual nature that go on in the underground of this place. Right, and, okay. So I, I found quite a few but I, I need to present it in such a way so that, because you always talk about New Orleans is such a spiritual place, but we don't quite understand why. Because <laughs> right. there's ghosts there or something, or there's right. something about that town, but <clears throat> let's, make, let's blame it on the food and the music. I don't... Right. Well, that's pretty good stuff, too, though. I don't know. So, Well, um, if, you, if you find sacredlightofsedona.com, the number for the center is there. And that's the place to find me always. So, um, just because I'm always here, I'm already here, and I'm not even we're not even open till ten. <laughs> so, 
um, that's probably the best number to reach me at. Or um, if you go to uh, Facebook, there's a link for Facebook on my blog talk page. Um, you can also message me there and, and give me your number, and I'll I'll get in touch with you. So. I um I think I emailed you last time, but this time I think I'm going to call you because I don't think you noticed. Yeah, I didn't get the I didn't get the email. That's odd. So okay, okay. So um yeah, if you if you message me through Blog Talk or if you message me through Facebook, I should get those two, and um and just let me know how to contact you and when to, and and we'll get in touch. So, okay. All right. All right. All awesome. Right. <laughs> well, good talking to you, and uh, you go have and a I'm, fabulous day. And I'm sorry about the funny noises because one part of it is blog talk. If you're in the chat room, every uh-huh. 30 seconds their commercials come on. Oh, okay. So See, I, I have no idea to, what goes on out there. <laughs> I had to shut off your your chat room, or else you will hear yeah, the commercials. Oh, interesting. Okay. Didn't know that. I have to learn about Blog Talk still. So, well, Blog All right. Talk, no, they have something weird going on right now where the commercials are going over the – the. if I if I hear it streaming, I have to hear the commercials every 30 seconds. Oh, that's no good. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for letting me know that. I'll have to have to talk to them about that. So, yeah. All right. So we're actually going to – I think we're going to do a nice long meditation today. So I'm actually going to go ahead and, and scooch off and get Thank back you. to the topic and then do the meditation. But definitely let me know how to get in touch with you, and I will give you a call like it today or tomorrow if that works. So That'd be awesome. Thanks. Right. Awesome. Thank you. Why should I'm meeting with the publishers? So. Okay, so make sure I get the number today then. All right. And I'll, I'll make sure to look look for it. And um, All right. Fabulous. We'll talk. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, so, you know, we meet the neatest people doing this show. <clears throat> we. I always say we. My son always laughs at me because it's always we. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you later, whatever. It's just that I have this huge team that's always with me, and so I always feel like it's a we. So um, what I wanted to do today is, you know, really, like I said, I wanted this show to, and I know we've only touched on a few topics, but um, it's, it's a lot of the same things with the tsunami that hit, um, and I don't remember what year it was. I think it was also like 2000, 2004 or something, the tsunami that hit in Indonesia that was so just out of the blue and that kind of thing. Um, again, that was another one where there were just bunches of light workers sent in to assist with different things. And and just really um, what happens is it's, when you tune into the energy and you become a part of that energy, you uh, you actually, or at least my experience, is that you're actually able to go to the scene of what's happening and you just lend light to, it's almost this blanket of light that gets sent around to the whole area. And it's sort of making, I feel almost as if we pave the way for that angelic realm to be able to come in and do what they do. It's very interesting. And as we're doing this, then we see just lights, balls of beautiful white lights, golden lights, silver lights, just from from every direction coming in and, and assisting in more uh, specified areas that need it or with specific people. Or um, <clears throat> I've even seen things where those lights come in 
and something that would have been just bowled over somehow just the whether it's wind or water or whatever it is just sort of goes around it and uh or a structure or something will will kind of collapse in a way as to protect the person in it so that when this whatever's going over and and creating the collapsing of it they're they're sort of protected and so <clears throat> it's like guided um and divine intervention and it's it's very powerful to witness and i you know I, I forget that not everybody just does this and it's such a blessing to be a part of it and it'd be fabulous if we could just have movie cameras in our heads <laughs> so that people could see what's really there to do a documentary about this would be just amazing because every single one that I'm called to be a part of, I see this happening. And the beautiful thing is that there are so many of us out here throughout the world, throughout the whatever, I'm sure it's beyond the world, but that are called to assist that that we don't get worn out. We don't have to, it doesn't have to be that we're out there saving the world. We're lending our energy and we, you know, the commitment on our part, if you happen to be a light worker who wants to be a part of things, um, the the thing is that we have to make a commitment about our own energy, you know. And so there are a lot of things that I don't do that other people do without thinking about uh, in order to keep my energy in a space where I can be of assistance and be at the right frequency to, at a moment's notice, connect with that angelic realm and, and move into whatever space I'm needed in and and so it is a, a sort of a life path, and uh, and so it's a commitment you make, and it brings more joy than anything I could ever think of. So we do have um, Jessica who would like to come over and talk, and we're going to see if Jessica knows what we're talking about today, because a lot of times she hops in and has no idea what she's getting into. Hello, Jessica from Sacred Light of Sedona. How are you? I'm good. How are you all? We all are fine. <laughs> so are you aware of what we're talking about today, or did you hop in sight unseen again? Yeah, I hop in sight unseen. Mm. So we're talking about what happens with the um, – what happens when disasters hit. Uh, so specifically, I was talking about 9-11 to begin with, obviously – and what my experience, you've heard the story about what my experience was, and so I kind of shared my experience a little bit um, just to give give people an understanding of the amount of backing we have that we don't even realize we have. Because, of course, it's not what the, the media, <laughs> the media isn't going, wow, look at all the, wouldn't it be great to have a station where it's the media going, oh, my God, look at all those angelic beings coming in and look at all the white light coming in and look at all the light workers that are helping. And you don't (laughs) – wouldn't it be fabulous? Wouldn't it be great? (laughs) Yeah. So so we're talking – Light worker TV or something. Right. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. So so we're talking about that and Katrina and and also the the tsunami in Indonesia and – and all the different things and, and the experiences that I had had with those. And just, um, it's really just basically we're trying to let people know. I mean, that's the point of, of why we're doing this is to have them understand that 
in a crisis, there are all these forces for good that come forward that are unseen and untalked about. And so I'm sure that you, you know, we've been through so many different things, and I know that we've worked together on things. Um, and so what has what has been your experience when, like, since you've been kind of on your path and you get that, oh, I can actually make a difference, you know, um, what are some of the things well, that stand out to you? Well, um, you know, some of the things that stand out to me is the before and afters, right? So when 9-11 happened, I, you know, wasn't on my path. And I was um, working at the state attorney's office. And everyone remembers where they were, right, when mm-hmm. that happened. And um, and it was just sort of that kind of thing. And, and I remember, um, you know, just in devastation, standing in the middle of the state attorney's office, um, you know, what we call like the carpool where all the secretaries and everybody is, and um, and just crying, you know, crying because I didn't know why this was happening, you know. i got to say, it takes so a lot helpless. to make you cry, too. That's kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. Jessica doesn't cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, just feeling so helpless and so devastated that, um, this could happen here in, you know, in the U.S. and that, uh, and um, you know, that it was allowed to happen. And so um, my, my, the place I was coming from back then was a place of helpless, couldn't do anything, right? There was no mm-hmm. way in the world I could help these people. And, um, and so the difference now, like, you know, when, since I've been on my path and, I hear of devastations and different things going on, you know, okay, maybe it's not to the level of 9-11, but people are still suffering. So for them, it's just as traumatic. Right, you know? exactly. And, exactly. Um, and so I find that I come at it from a different angle now and come at it from a heart of, you know, a loving space, and, and I know now that I can do something to help and I can at least, you know, um, hold space for what's going on and hold space for the angelic beings to come in and do what do, do, they do best, you know, and and just just sending love and strength to those who are going through things, um, I feel like that is helping. You know, I've done something. Um, and, you know, whether or not the media shows exactly all the good because they only show the people hysterical and crying and, you know, all of this stuff, which is just riling everybody else up. Right. Instead of showing any good parts of some people and how they're handling it well, you know, right. and how they're actually standing up and, and you know, holding each other and, and they know that oh they got God, each other. Oh, my God, do you remember Do you remember me telling you about we actually had a lady who – and this is just like an earth angel or something. I don't know. You remember when I was telling you about the lady who came in for a reading? And she, in her reading, she didn't tell me, but in her reading it came out. She had been there for 9-11 for the tsunami oh, yeah. in Indonesia for um, one of the big, big, big earthquakes and some huge bombing. She was somebody who just went and held space for solution-based energy. It was right. the most, like, who... She just happened to be guided to these different places before the. It's not like she went in after the things happened. So, um, so you know, there are just bunches of us, and and yeah, the media like 
why isn't somebody interviewing her? <laughs> she was right. fascinating. How do you get guided to all of those different? And those were just the top four that she that came out in her reading. She's like, oh yeah, I thought maybe I was cursed or something because everywhere I go. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, you know. But she, but her energy was so stable and strong, and like you would never have guessed she went through anything, you know. And right. so. I think what happens is there are those people who are kind of there as like antennas picking up the energy that people like you are sending and that helps strengthen them to radiate more energy. You know, right. I, what I'm finding when I meditated on this before the show, what I was finding was that it was sort of a, a relay system. And uh, as far as where the energy goes and how it gets worked with, because I never really looked at the whole big picture of it. And so exactly what you're saying, you know, it does make a difference because it's not just your energy. Um, right. And and so... Um, I mean, just think about how many light workers we have on this earth, right? And the moment we hear any sort of devastation, we're on it. You know, the ones yeah. who are... Yeah, and usually we get a heads up too. beforehand, too. Yeah, yeah, this is true. There are times, and we've gotten but, heads up on certain things and <laughs> work on it yeah, all the time. And, and, you know, you're right. When we hear that um, that something is going on, we do, even here at the center, there have been times where, okay, we need to just do this right now, and everything else gets shut down. Or in our lives, you know what, okay, everybody just needs to go give me a moment, and I need to do this. Right. And it it right. does come first and foremost. We pull over our cars, we whatever, and and um, you know it. You know, and here in I, here in Sedona, what's beautiful is they'll like put out on the Sedona bulletin board. They'll put out a whole um, you know thing, gathering people together. Hey, this is going on. Why don't we all get together and hold space for love and light and you know, and all these people will gather together in one space on Cathedral, on Cathedral Rock or on another place. Right. And yeah, it is amazing here. It is beautiful. I mean, just think of all over the world. This is happening. So, yes, there is devastation. But um, think of how many people are just stopping their lives at the moment and helping. You know? Right. And I think that was the point that I wanted to get across for this show is that you know, if you happen to be hearing this and you think, you know, it's just important to to not only hear the bad or only suspect that there might be good, you need to understand that there is a huge force for light that, and, and not only just when things happen, but like for me and Jessica and a lot of other people, we do daily meditations that send light and love all around the world, that send, you know, harmony and bliss and clarity for anybody who would like to participate in it you know and so like you can just align with those different energies and it is being sent out in calming energy for the earth so that as she goes through these changes it's not so dramatic and so you know not only do we stop everything when something's going on but every single day at least once in our meditations usually twice a day we're sending that sort of preventative energy around and sending energy to those who, you know, maybe we're not hearing in the media about the mother who doesn't know how she's going to feed her kids tonight, but she right. still needs some love and backing energy. And so, you know, there are just probably millions of people around the world who do this and it doesn't right. get talked about, you know, 
And so it's important to remember that you can just um, align any time that you need extra energy. You can align with that. You know what, angels, can you just align me with some of that energy somebody somewhere is sending out? You know, you can just ask right. to to receive some of that because there is always energy being sent for whoever needs it by the light workers who, yes, also drop everything to be a part of what's going on. And, you know, here in Arizona we had the firefighters, that thing with the firefighters that was um, really hit close to home. Yeah. I mean, it was literally close to home here. It was only like an hour away. It was kind yeah. of a big deal. And so, of course, you know, there were so many light workers here um, trying to be of assistance and and even like trying to, you know, we were calling in the clouds to try to bring rain. We were, you know, just really there were things, again, on Sedona Bulletin Board on Facebook. I saw people, you know, let's just all at this time call in the clouds and work with water molecules and try to slow down the fire and whatever. You know, it was um, – so it's used for a whole lot of different things. And, and you know, you can tune into that. You can choose to tune into those things instead of tuning into the hype and the crap and the whatever that the TV and movies and media will feed you, you know. So, um, and then I, I would also like to let all of your listeners know that, um, you know, at Sacred Light of Sedona, if if they ever feel like they need an extra just for them, you know, independently something that they're struggling with and they need some assistance or some energy or backing, they can always email us at, you know, Sacred Light of Sedona. Just go to the Contact Us page. And we have a bowl that we bless every morning and we, you know, we send energy to every morning. There's a grid. And they can just send us whatever it is they need. Right. And for free. We will put their, we will print it out and we'll put it in the, you know, in the bowl and um, and do, you know, every day we'll do prayers. And, uh, and we'll do that for, you know, we'll keep their name in there for a couple days or about a week. And then we... You know, we just keep filtering And the out. energy so, keeps going after that. Like, you know, yeah, definitely. it's just that the things fill up. But the energy keeps yeah. going for really as long as you need it. But, um, And I'm glad you mentioned that. That's a good thing. So yeah. I actually just started it. I don't know if you saw it or not, but I just started a new blessing bowl in, in the Bliss Room, actually, too. So okay. that's what Phoenix Phoenix and I were, uh, phoenixofheartwalk.com or sedonaheartwalk.com. Um, yeah. we were we did a brand new blessing bowl that I'm keeping in the center. So um, nice. So yeah. So yeah. If, if you guys ever feel like you need um, a little bit of backing, you're feeling alone, or there's a health issue, a you know anything like that, um, go ahead and email us. You know, sacredlightofsedona.com contact me page, and it goes straight to my email and my phone. So I will print it out and add you to our bowl. Well, thank you, Jessica. Yeah, just for being just for being faithful listeners of the light of truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So we are going to um we're gonna wrap it up in a couple of minutes. Is there you know, with this topic, is there anything else that you would like to share that people you know, 'cause I just think people need to know how much love and support is out there that just doesn't get talked about so i mean are there any other experiences that you would like to share from a mystic's point of view as far as um you know and i i know there's something that we have worked on recently you know there's there's all kinds of things like you know if somebody is missing or somebody is you know 
all these different situations, and I know we work with so many of them, um, but is there anything that comes to mind that you would like to share about um, Well, the thing all? in Hawaii, the thing in Hawaii that no one ever, you know, it didn't, it didn't get the media's attention because <laughs> not many people died, you know, but that, that scare in Hawaii oh, yeah. that there was a tsunami. I knew there was something. Yeah, there, there was, was something we had just worked on. tsunami headed toward Hawaii, and we were given a heads up by a friend who was there, and, um, you know, we felt something. We just didn't know where on the world it was happening. Yeah, and, that uh, was pretty interesting, because we can usually feel it before yeah. it happens, um, but yeah. if the media doesn't talk about it or it doesn't come up on our apps. <laughs> we, right. So, yeah, so we got, so, and yeah, actually the call came from Spring Rain Peony, who was in Hawaii at the time, kind of promoting her Eat Conscious and Be Merry book, so, um, yeah, so... So what was your experience with that? Because the before and after of that was pretty interesting. Oh, you know, yeah, there's a reason was, the media didn't get it, because we did good work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was just a chain reaction of light workers who immediately got on it, and, you know, we were calming the waters. I even, I even remember, you know, us sitting in my living room and, um, and, you know, you texting me and saying, hey, we need to do this, and I said, oh, okay, I'm on it. And I sat there and just started feeling all these different chants from these ancients, you know, like coming through the right. waters of Hawaii. It was so amazing, so fabulous. And, and um, you, know, you know, go ahead, I'm sorry. It's no, exciting. That's fine, go ahead. So I think the texting thing I think is really cool because most light workers have this. And again, you guys need to know how much support is out there for you. We have like a tree of of light workers on our phone and so we'll send out mass text messages when it's immediate and this was the middle of the night like it wasn't oh yeah you know it was in the middle of the night and i'm like okay hitting everybody and the ones that i know would sleep through a text i called and it was we need right. to do this now and everybody no matter where they were no matter what they were doing shifted gears and went right into healer mode <clears throat> and so understanding that most light workers have this tree of people that they call, they call it like a phone tree or text tree or whatever. And, and immediately people hop right to action just like Jessica did. It's really amazing. So, and, and so there was no report of tsunamis because they were preparing. Now they were preparing for huge tsunami there. Um, They were evacuating the hotels. The locals were heading up the mountain and like telling the, you know, it's funny to hear it from somebody who's on the Island, right? She's like, okay, so they're heading for the mountains, and they're telling us to go to the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> she said, oh, hell no, we're following them. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah. and the locals, they'll evacuate the hotels and whatever, but it's just like in Florida. Like, the locals aren't going anywhere because they're like, yeah, whatever. But this time, they were heading for the mountains, literally. And so, um, you know, they were prepared for a big tsunami. And because the light workers got on it so fast, um, well, there was, you know, yeah, and then you know, for those people who are like, oh well, you know, it it just was light or whatever. My husband, who you know, he he uh, questions everything, right? And so <laughs> he got right on the computer and started looking for the Hawaiian news, mm-hmm. um, and it was all over their news. And so he's like, yeah. oh wow, this is going to be huge, and blah blah blah. <laughs> And so he stayed on the news the whole night. You know, that was his contribution. That was what he provided. Right. Um, and, um, and so he stayed on the news the whole night, and 
he started seeing it going lower and lower and lower as, you know, we all kept doing our thing. And uh, and I'm sure the people on the island were all doing their thing, you know? I mean, just, Oh, I'm sure just that's why there was so much help right away. Island. Oh, yeah. Right. Think of how many people on the island were contributing, you know, right. to um, to calming everything down. So it's amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah, because then by the time things were done, it was like a few inches. Like it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they just had and some so, water damage. Yeah, it's amazing to me the power of what's behind this. And so, you know, we can make a difference. And so anybody who is a light worker, who's inclined to light work, whatever it may be, understand that you may not you may think it's your imagination because i hear that all the time oh, i thought it was just my imagination well okay. no you're lending into this tremendous power that's happening and you don't have to know what you're doing if you just send calm healing loving light that's it not we want things to calm down we want Thank things you. to do whatever just calm healing loving light and allowing the angels to come in and do their thing and that way you don't even have to know what you're what you're focusing on, you know. So, um, okay, so I'm going to go. I'm going to take you off because you're very noisy over there, lady. Hopefully Mr. Thank Aiden you. has I'm, a fabulous day. Cool. Yeah, okay. all right, so I'm going to mute you. And uh, thank you to Jessica for joining us. Again, sacredlightofsedona.com. And and uh, we're going to go ahead and just do a, like a nice little breathing technique because we're down to just about two minutes. So, um, you know, we don't have time for a whole meditation, but what I'd like to do is just help you guys learn how to immediately get right into that space of being able to send love and light. So what you're going to do is you just, as long as you're not driving preferably, you know, just go ahead and take a moment and just center your, center your awareness. And most of you know where your chakras are, but through the core of your being, through the very center of your body, our energy centers from the very top of your head all the way down to eight inches below your feet, and actually eight inches above your head, um, you've got energy centers. And so if you just relax and take some nice deep breaths, and as you breathe in, you feel those energy centers begin to become brighter and become more enlightened and making themselves known. And as you breathe out, you feel any stress, anything that's blocking those centers to just move out. And just take three or four nice deep breaths as your awareness comes into that part of your being. And this is your chakra system for those who are wondering. And and we just ask our ask our angels, our particular team, to come in close and create a beautiful circle around us and just send some loving energy and just allow us to feel very solid within our energetic being. And so we just feel this beautiful pulsing of energy up and down through our chakras as we breathe and relax and and ask our angels to come in closer and closer. As, as The more you become relaxed, the closer they can come. We feel this beautiful, warm, angelic energy. And we ask them to show us how we can be of service. How might we serve today? And we allow the answer to come. And this is something you can do on your own because we're almost out of time. But the feeling of your angels around you is something that, that's important to do several times a day. And so a nice deep breath again. Thank your angels for coming in close. And we are going to have you open your eyes, relax, become aware for the day. 
and keep your angels with you. Begin to know what it feels like when they are around you and allow them to send you answers and insights, inspirations of how you may be of assistance or how you may be assisted. You can find me at sacredlightofsedona.com. My website is is no use right now, so don't even go there. (laughs) sacredlightofsedona.com, and we will see you tomorrow. Have a great day.